we've been together. Exodus 3 and 13. Exodus 3 and 13. I'm going to go to the word of the Lord. I didn't give them the scripture there. It's not their fault if they don't get it up. But Exodus 3 and 13. The Bible said, And Moses said unto God, And Moses said unto God, He said, Behold, he said, When I come unto the children of Israel, And say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What is his name? He said, What shall I say unto them? And in verse 14, the Bible says, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. I am hath sent me unto you. Let me preach just for uh, a few moments. Let's, um, Let's preach about keep walking. Your miracle is just ahead. Keep walking. Your miracle is just ahead. Look at somebody and say, God's going to touch you today. Look at somebody else and say, God's going to bless you today. Let's give him a hand clap of praise one more time before you sit down. God, I'm just a vessel, Lord. I ask you to open the windows of heaven. I ask you to touch them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your word's anointed, God. Moses had the vision. God had told him that he was going to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Do you ever notice uh, that when uh, God gives you a promise that the enemy immediately starts trying to discount what God is trying to say? Anytime it seems like God begins to lay something in your spirit or in your heart or in your mind, it seems like the enemy always tries to come in like a flood and tries to destroy whatever hope uh, or whatever joy that you seem like that God uh, is trying to put upon you. But it seems like to me that every time the Lord uh, opens his mouth, the enemy tries to discount whatever God is saying because the enemy understands that any time that you begin to listen to the Lord and begin to worship and begin to give God with all the praise and the honor and the glory that you think he deserves, uh, the enemy realizes Uh, that he is about to lose uh, his grip uh, upon your body, your mind, or your spirit. In fact, there's been times in our lives uh, when we have got a promise from the Lord and we've had visions uh, and we've had goals, uh, but it seems like Satan uh, does not want them to come to pass uh, in uh, our lives. Uh, I'm telling somebody in the building here today, uh, we want a harvest, uh, but Satan, uh, he wants failure. Uh, We want happiness and peace and joy, but the enemy, he wants sadness and heartache and strife. We want peace of mind, but the enemy, he wants confusion and strife and sickness. But can I tell somebody in the building that the enemy is nothing but a liar? He is a deceiver. He is a father of lies, and the truth isn't in him. My God is alive and well. My God is not a dead God. My God is not a dried up 
God. My God is not a plucked up God. My God is not some God that is stuck off in a corner. My God is not wringing his hands wondering what might happen. But my God is alive and well. That Bible said ask and it shall be given you. He said seek and ye shall find. He said knock and it shall be open unto you. Can I tell somebody my God is a good God. My God is a soul saving God. My God is a problem solver. My God is a soul satisfier. My God is a body healer. My God is a way maker. My God, his name is Jesus Christ. I'm telling somebody, you ought to dance in advance and say, I'm about to get my miracle. I'm about to be set free. God is about to work out my situation. My God is alive and well. Can I tell somebody, my God is not fearful. My God can do anything. Somebody ought to keep walking. Your miracle is just ahead. Somebody ought to put your foot on the neck of the devil and tell the devil, you a liar, you a deceiver, you're the father of lies, and the truth isn't in you. Somebody ought to stand flat-footed on his neck. God tells Moses, you better get those people ready. You're on the way to the promised land. The Bible says, and the Lord went before them by the day in a pillar of a cloud and to lead them in the way and by the night in the pillar of fire. The Bible said to give them light to go by day and to go by night. And the Bible said that he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Can I tell somebody that when God is on the scene, God said, you know what? He said, I am light and I also created darkness. But when God is on the scene, can I tell you that there is no worry about what was about to happen? Pharaoh began to come to his senses and said, you know what? I can't let them go. I've got to go back and get them. But you know what? Like always, when they were headed out. Somebody's got to turn around. Can I tell somebody, you need to leave your past in your past. Don't let the devil judge your future by your past. What you got to do is say, I'm going to stand flat-footed. I'm going to put my hand to the plow, and I'm going to let God lead me and guide me and work with me. Can I tell somebody, don't quit walking. Don't quit marching. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. You got to keep walking. Your miracle is just ahead. You got to keep walking. Your miracle is about to happen. You got to stand flat footed and tell the devil, I've got God on my side. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Pharaoh's army coming. People begin to say, what are we going to do now? We're going to die. People saying, hey, man, we ain't even got no grave to be buried in. Some of them were saying we should have stayed. At least we would have had a place to be buried, a place, something to eat, a place to lay our head. You know what? I, I'll just you need to slow down a little bit. Everybody likes to be a part of something when it's fun. Everybody likes to be a part when it's really cutting up and having a good time. But when battle comes, it's amazing. 
how people get amnesia. Who, me? Huh? Any rocking in the boat? People say, uh-oh, I, I, I need to get out. I remember one time we was, I don't know, me and my wife, we was over probably arguing about something. You know, I know y'all don't argue. Y'all are holy here, but we... We were all arguing, and I don't know what we was doing. And my wife come up with this statement. She said, you know what? She said, just shut up and get in the boat. It don't even matter if you're rowing. Just at least get in the boat. And I'm thinking, my Lord, just shut up and get in the boat. I know we shouldn't say shut up, but it was sure fun that day. She said, just shut up and get in the boat. You know what? No, nobody, nobody wants to be apart when the boat starts rocking. When things ain't going like we think we ought to go, then people just like to throw in the towel. I, I, I've learned something about God. He doesn't do it when I think he ought to do it. I'm going to ask him about that later. He, he doesn't work like I always think he ought to work. He, he doesn't do it in my timing. But I've learned something about God. He does it in his timing. His ways is not always my ways. His thoughts is not always my thoughts, but I've learned something about God. He never makes a mistake. He knows exactly what's happening. He knows exactly when it needs to happen. He knows exactly what's going to go on. God knows everything. Moses had a vision, and God had given him a promise. Can I remind you that God don't lie? If God said it was going to happen... It's going to happen. If the Lord has given you a promise, that promise is going to come to pass. If God said he was going to heal your body, he's going to heal your body. If the Lord said he's going to save your family, he's going to save your family. If the Lord said he's going to work it out for you, I'm telling you, the Lord is going to work it out for you. Why? Because God does not lie. I'm telling somebody in the house here today, keep walking. Your miracle is just ahead. Bible says in the angel of God, he went before the camp of Israel and he removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. I got news for us today. It doesn't matter what kind of storm you in. You know, there's three kind of storms in your life. I've learned that if you're living for God. Either you're going in a storm, either you're in the middle of a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. If you're living for God in your mind and you don't have no storms, I got news for you. <laughs> you lost and don't know it. You say, boy, that's mean. Mm-mm. The devil doesn't mess with people that he already has. The devil only messes with people that he don't have. He, he, I'm, I'm going to just tell you right now. He don't mess with. Listen, here's the deal. If you're in the building, you say, man, that preacher up there, he's nuts. I ain't got no problems. Mm, you do. It's like, the old, it's like the old boy I met one time, Brother Shock. You know, I won't say where, but anyway, it was kind of funny. He told me, he said, uh, he says, uh, Brother Smith, I would have you to know since I have received the Holy Ghost and been baptized in the wonderful saving name of Jesus Christ, I have not sinned. I said, oh, oh, yeah, you have. He goes, I am telling you now, I have not 
sinned since I've received the Holy Ghost. I said, I'm, I'm telling you now, sir, you have. On, did, he said these exact words. He says, in the name of the Lord, I have not sinned. I said, well, in old Dave Smith, you have. He goes, well, how would you know? I said, you just lied three times right here. He goes, well, I haven't sinned. I said, I'm corrected. You've lied four times. I said, in fact, you're looking like a liar to me. Ain't nobody perfect in here. Ain't, ain't no wings and halos in here. If so, they'd be held up by horns. Ain't, no, ain't nobody got it all together in here. But thank God we got a God that said, if you'll just keep walking, if you'll just keep your head up, I'm talking to somebody in here. Don't you dare throw in the towel. Don't you dare think, well, I, well, I, well, nobody cares. No, I'm telling you, everybody cares. Don't you dare let the enemy try to get over on you. I'm telling somebody, you need to keep walking because your miracle is just ahead. Don't stop. Don't throw in the towel. Say, I got God on my side. When the battle got a little rough, God steps in. You see, because he said, listen, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. The Bible said, and the Lord said, surely I've seen the afflictions of my people, which are in Egypt, and I've heard the cry and the reason of the taskmaster. He said, because I know their sorrow. He said, but I'm going to come down and I'm going to bring them. I'm going to deliver them. I'm going to bring them into a, a land, a good land, a large land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And when the Lord begins to move on your behalf, Anything can happen. When the Lord begins to move, when you begin to ask for things, anything can happen. I, I'm just such a believer that when we begin to pray, that God stands at attention and says, whatever it is that you need, I can abundantly satisfy. Water in front, little Sunday school lesson here, huh? Pharaoh's army in the back, no hope for escape, thinking what in the world are we going to do? How are we going to get across this body of water? You know the story. Stretch forth, next thing you know, waters begin to part, begin to walk across on dry ground. Pharaoh's army following. Sea swallows them up. Woo! I'm telling somebody in here, you're, you're, I'm telling you, your problems are about to part. Your situation is about to dissolve. God is about to show himself strong in our lives in this house. I promise you whatever we need in this house here today, God is going to abundantly satisfy. You say, well, David, you know, you're just a preacher today. Do you believe he can take? Listen to me. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen deaf ears unstop. I've seen crippled people walk. I've seen the dead raise. I've seen arms grow. 
I've seen all kind of stuff. None of that gets you to heaven, but I did see it. It's pretty cool. I ain't going to lie about that. But that Bible said, except a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he can't even enter the kingdom of God. You can go to heaven crippled. You can go to heaven sick. You can go to heaven with pain and situations going on. But that Bible said, unless a man's been born of the water and of the spirit, he can't enter the kingdom of God. So to me, I love to see signs and wonders and miracles, but the greatest miracle of all to me, just to me, is when someone repents and Jesus fills them with the gift of the Holy Ghost and they are baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Probably one of the greatest things that I've ever saw. You say, do you believe the Lord can take care of what's going on in my life? I do. Do you believe the Lord can handle my situation? I do. Sometimes I just get a little blown away on the way that he does things. But I understand something about God. I'm not on his timetable. And he understands exactly what's happening. So in the house here today, if you need a miracle, I believe you can receive that. If you need a healing, I believe that you can receive that. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, I believe that you can have that. If you need addiction to be broken, I believe that he can do that. If you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, I'm a firm believer that that can happen today. You say, you're just kind of sure of what he can do. Because that Bible says it is impossible for him to lie. He said, you have not because you ask not. So in the house here today, nobody's going to call us out. We like that, okay? I'm done preaching. No, nobody's going to uh, embarrass us today. I love that. And uh, nobody's going to make uh, anybody do anything that they don't want to do today. And we all like that. But in a few moments, I'm going to ask people to bow their head and close their eyes. Not right now, but in a few moments, I'm going to ask people to bow their head and close their eyes. And the reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is, number one, I want you to be real with yourself. You know what I'm talking about. Today, you probably pass somebody. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. And they know they're not fine. But it's just easier to say that than have to answer a bunch of questions. I'm fine. Some said, I'm blessed and highly favored. I remember those days. I used to work in a church. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I used to work in the church. I'll tell you about them titles, brother. Them titles will give you a job you can't handle. <laughs> but I was working in a church. And, and uh, I don't know, me and Carlin, we arguing about something more than likely having fun and we pulled up at the church and I said hey babe that's enough I said that's enough them people gonna be looking at us 
I said, but don't worry, we can pick this up when we leave. Yeah, we, we wasn't even planning on the Lord helping us on that one. Get out the car. How you doing? They said, oh, Brother Smith, I'm blessed and highly favored. And I know them. And I turned around and I said, God, you know they're lying. How in the world can they be blessed and highly favored? And here I am arguing. There ain't no way. The reason I ask people to bow their head and close, I want you to be truthful with yourself. Second reason I ask people to bow your head and close your eyes, because we live in a very nosy world. <laughs> you raise your hand, your neighbor goes, hey, what you do? And you tell them, well, there I was. I don't know. They're like, oh, my Lord, I can't believe you've done that. You're like, I know. I know. I wasn't even planning on it. And then, of course, the devil made me do it. Sometimes I think the devil says, oh, my Lord. I didn't even think of that. The devil says, it's been a while since I've been to church and I showed up today and somebody's already lying on me. I'm offended. Don't tell your neighbor what you've done. Your neighbor don't forgive you of sins. Your neighbor can't heal your body. Third reason is, I don't want somebody to say, well, I came to church today, thought I was going to hear pastor, but got Paul Smith up there. Yeah. I don't want you to say, I came to church today, and I'm leaving the same way that I came. Why would you come to church and leave the same way that you came? When we come to church, we ought to leave here different. When we come to church, we ought to leave here getting whatever it is that we need from the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that all right? Okay. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Every head bow, every eye closed here in the building. Anybody in this building right here today, you got pain in your body right now. You got pain in your body. Would you lift your hand? Got pain in your body. Hands are going up all over the building, front to the back, side to side, literally. Um, In every section, hands are being lifted. In every section, hands are being lifted. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Before you lift your hand, just listen. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name pushes you two steps back. For some, it might be your marriage. For some, it might be your relationship. For some, it might be your uh, ministry. For some, it might be your finances. For some, it might be your workforce. And every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood. Sometimes he comes in like a whisper. And you're saying, you know what, every time I try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy steps in and destroys what I feel like the Lord has for me. And you're in this building here today, and you say, you know what, I'm going to keep walking because I understand my miracle is just ahead. My deliverance, my salvation is just ahead. And you're in this house here today, and you need God to handle a situation for you. Would you lift your hand? You're being honest. Hands are being lifted all across the building, front to the back, side to side, literally in every section. You can put them down. Not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. I'm not talking about accepting the Lord as your personal Savior. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. Talking about what the Word of God says, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven 
as of a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting and pitted them clothing tongues like as a fire and it set upon each and every one of them and they were all filled, not some, but they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as a spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, if you've never spoke with other tongues, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, with your walk with Jesus Christ, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? Never spoke that heavenly language. I see hands. I see more hands. I see more hands now. I see more hands. I see more hands now. I see more hands. All right. Now I see more hands. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Thank you so much. Last question. Before you lift your hand, just listen. If the Lord came in the next 30 minutes, are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is, well, let me uh, repent and move some stuff around, all those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. That means that we still have a chance to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. And you're in this house here today, and you say, you know what, God? I'm going to be honest with myself, and I'm going to be honest with you. I need to be renewed or refilled, for if you would come in the next 30 minutes, I need to make sure that all is well between you and I. Let me put a, a clause in here. To be renewed or refilled doesn't mean you've sinned. To be renewed or refilled means that you're shoring up your relationship with Jesus Christ. And you're in this building here today. And you'd like to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost. The evidence of speaking with other tongues. Would you lift your hand? I want to be renewed or refilled. Hands are being lifted again all across the house. That's beautiful. You can put them down. You can <coughs> lift your head and open your eyes. Thanks for being obedient here today. Probably in the congregation today, probably 60% of the congregation has lifted their hands today. That lets me know that God has found favor. Not that anything is wrong, but that God has found favor. When God finds favor, he always blesses in a house. Let me give some more instructions. In a few moments, I'm going to ask everyone to stand that's able. If you're not able to stand, you're not being rude, disrespectful, mean. It's just not able, and that's okay. And then I'm going to ask our altar ministers to come in a few moments, and they're going to line up across the front. Our leaders, they know who they are. And then every person that lifted your hand, I'm going to let you come down, and we're going to move today in dimensions. And I'm just going to let you come down, and then we're going to repent as a family. I'm going to lead us in repentance. If you're a guest here, welcome to the friendliest church in town. Yeah. Nobody's going to shake on you. If you're a saint here, welcome to the friendliest church in town. Nobody's going to shake on you, pull on you jerk on you we don't do that around here but we are going to pray the prayer of faith and we're going to believe that anything can happen anything can happen when we pray all right everybody okay with that all right would you stand please all right would our um altar ministers would you come I might have the wrong terminology. Is that what we call them here? Uh, altar ministers, uh, leaders, yeah, ministry. And the wives, just come on. 
Minister, you know who you are. Men and women, you know who you are. Come help us out. We're just going to line up here across the front, and we're going to face the crowd. Here comes our ministry. They're coming. They're helping us. You want to play something soft for the Roman make me sound spiritual? Yeah. Got folks coming. Got our ministry teams coming. Here we go. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what? You might be next to a friend, a family member, uh, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone you really don't know, and you're thinking, man, I want to go pray, but I sure don't want to go by myself. I told you earlier, welcome to the friendliest church in town. All you do is just tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, I want to go pray. Go with me. They'll say, okay. You both come down. You might be in the middle. We got a packed house here as every Sunday. You might be in the middle and people on both sides and you're thinking, I want to go pray, but how do I get out? There's people on both sides of me. It's easy at this church. You just tap somebody on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I need to get out. If they don't move, just run over them. Come on down and when they get up, we'll pray for them. We hadn't had that happen yet, but in any moment it could. There was people here today that lifted their hands and said, you know what? I'd like to talk to the Lord about the Holy Ghost. There were people here today that said, I'd like to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. There were people here today that says, I got pain in my body. I got a situation going on, and I would like the Lord to take care of that. We're educated people. No possible way that 60% of the congregation can all come down and get right here in the front. So today we'll move um, in dimensions. Is that all right? So if you'd like to talk to the Lord about the Holy Ghost, if you would like to talk to the Lord um, about being renewed or refilled uh, in the Holy Ghost, I'm asking you, would you would you step out and begin to just come down? Would you just step out? And here they come. Let's give them a hand clap of praise. And here they come right now. Come on. You, you want to... You'd like to talk to the Lord about the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's give him a hand clap of praise. It's still coming down. All right. Altar ministers, just motion for him to come down. That's right. Motion for him to motion for him to come down. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna pray in just a minute, gentlemen. We're gonna pray in just a minute. We're not praying yet. We're getting everybody to come down right now. That's right. That's right. Y'all wanna. Y'all want to step up some? We still got people coming in behind you. Come on, still got people stepping. There you go. Still got people coming in behind. People are still coming. That's right. People are still coming. I'm just going to give it a few moments. People are coming, wanting to be touched by the hand of the Lord. Wanting to be touched by the hand of the Lord. While While that's going on, if you had something else that you would like the Lord to do in your body, your mind, or your spirit, and you want to be prayed for today, would you come in behind these beautiful people? Would you just step out and begin to come in behind these beautiful people right now? That's right, and here they come. Let's give them a hand clap while they're coming down. That's right. Yeah. Folks still coming down. Folks still coming down. Folks still coming down. Yep. Yep. We're going to pray in just a minute. We just, we got folks coming down right now. We got folks coming down right now. We got folks coming down. Yep. 
got folks coming down. Still got folks coming down. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and we're going to repent right now. We're going to repent and we're going to ask the Lord to forgive us right now. All right. Still got folks coming. Still got folks coming. I'm going to wait just a couple more minutes. All right. All right, everybody listen. Everybody, if you're praying right now, just stop. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Tap for me. Help me out. Everybody listen. We got to repent before anybody can get the Holy Ghost. Nobody gets the Holy Ghost until they repent. It just don't happen. Healings and signs and wonders and miracles can happen anytime. Because it has nothing to do with salvation. It only has to do everything with faith and belief. But we're going to repent for the sake of salvation today. All right? And then we're going to pray for signs and wonders and miracles. They'll be happening. All right? Here we go. Let's repent as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me, refilling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. I want us to begin to just say thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Altar ministers, find somebody to pray for right now. By the authority and the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost now. Receive what you need right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come on, I want you to begin to find somebody, altar ministers, pray for somebody right now.